0: Welcome to the Empowered Women's Project, a podcast and community made by women for women to help you live your best life and reconnect you back to the things that really matter. Today we are talking all things quality questions and I start to share with you some of the the habits and routines that I have for myself and my family to stay connected and grounded and have those quality conversations. You know, it's said that the quality of our life is directly related to the quality of questions that we ask ourselves, and I couldn't agree more. So let's jump into the episode. Hey, guys, it's Kate here. I wanted to jump in today and just share a little bit with you around some quality questions that you can start to be asking the loved ones that you have around you to check in and see how they're going. I've had so many conversations over these past few weeks of parents feeling really frustrated, um, feeling disconnected from their children, from couples feeling disconnected and unheard, uh, and also just people not knowing how to voice some of their emotions that they have going on during these times. And I think what's really important is to kind of take take a step back and realize that some people are going through all sorts of emotions right now, and often it's sometimes hard to articulate how we're actually feeling. So we have a daughter, she's eight, and then a 10 and a 12 year old boy. And it's really interesting just to see how each of them processes their emotions. And I think sometimes when we bring it back to kids, then we can actually start to see or understand the behavior of adults and actually realize that sometimes they just don't know how to communicate what's actually going on and frustrating them or worrying them. And so a few simple questions can actually help you get to the bottom of that. So, why do I say this? Um, at the dinner table for us, it is a big point of conversation for us. There's no devices, there's no TV, there's no distractions. We really are all about that quality time and that quality communication with you know our children or whoever's at the dinner table with us. And we'll always ask a series of questions to be able to check in and see what's important to them, what matters, and what they learned today. And so I really encourage you to start to do this with the ones that you love. So for example, some common questions that we will ask around the dinner table is, what are you grateful for? Or what did you learn about yourself today? Um, and getting them to share. And one of the things, the rule we have, is it's one conversation at a time at the table. So everyone is listening to this person who's sharing their feelings and their thoughts. And in the beginning, if this is the first time you're giving it a go, it might feel a bit awkward. You might, you know, people might be like, why is everyone staring at me? But it's really important that everyone has the presence to give to that person who's sharing. So what are you grateful for? And What did you learn today about yourself? And then some other questions that we like to also ask is, what's something that you did that scared you? Or what's something that you learned that you're really excited about? So maybe they read a book or they learned a new skill that they're excited to talk about as well. Uh, And it can also be here, what's something that you're scared of right now? So it's not Always needing to be positive around gratitude, although gratitude I believe makes the world go round, and so that's always a question that we're asking at the table. But because people are eating their dinner and it's not kind of like this one-on-one sit-down chat, there's so many different things that can come up in conversation. So the reason I talk about this and, and being able to have some quality questions, you know, up your sleeve to ask, is sometimes a couple of questions can really get to the bottom of someone's emotion. So for example, um, it was uh, a full moon was rising and I noticed that our daughter was really, really upset. She was being super unreasonable. I had no idea why. She was like grumpy at everyone. She was short. It was just like, what is going on with you? There's nothing had happened. It had been a great day. And I said to her, hey, I you know there's two ways you can respond you get angry and you're like right you need some time out go away the way you're speaking to to us is not okay or you can actually kind of slow down and try and take the emotion out of it to try and get to the bottom of what's going on so I said to her hey you don't seem yourself right now you're snapping at everyone like what's going on hun And she's like, well, it's a full moon. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. Isn't that beautiful? She's like, no, it's not. And I was like, why? What's going on? Well, when I look at the moon, it makes me, um, I feel like I can see a rabbit on the moon. And when I think about that, it makes me think about Lily, our rabbit who died a couple of years ago. And so she was actually really upset. But if it wasn't for the questions of me being able to ask, you know, what's going on? You don't seem like yourself or what's important to you right now. I could have just got angry and frustrated with her, sent her to her room and not actually got to the bottom of her feeling some loss and grief for her favorite rabbit, Lily. And so I think sometimes, although that might seem like a really simple process, we do that with our loved ones where we get angry and frustrated. We make a judgment call based on their behavior, but often we're not actually getting to the bottom of it or the cause of why that's actually happening. So quality questions are so important. I mean, that's just one example of hundreds that I have with my kids that I can think back on and realize, wow well, when I am conscious enough to slow down and to say, hey, this doesn't feel like you right now. What's going on? And giving them space to kind of deep breathe and just let it out and actually talk it through then we got to talk about well tell me what are some things that you really missed about Lily what's something that she used to do that was really funny what's something that she used to do that was really naughty Um, and so then it actually brought joy to the conversation because she got to talk about her emotions but if we don't ask those quality questions then it's actually really hard to get to that place. So we've made it a daily habit in our family that we have these conversations at the dinner table or if something does arise, through the day and we sent someone's off. We're, we're checking in. And there's a process called the golden check-in that I wanted to share with you as well. It's from an amazing friend and mentor of mine, Anna Rubinstein. He is the founder of the Rites of Passage Institute and he's the author of the book, The Making of Men. And his process is really great because again, it's that one person speaking and in the beginning, it might feel clunky and and like you're following like a checklist. But that's okay because repetition is the mother of skill. So the more that you do it, the more your family will get used to it. And that's okay too. They might be like, oh, why are we doing this? It's going to happen, right? But just be persistent because I promise you it will deepen your relationships. It will deepen your understanding of the people that are at your dinner table that are important to you. And it will start to create more quality conversations versus you know just surface level stuff. And if you have younger children, you know the more you can bring these habits in sooner into the journey, then as they do become older and teenagers where sometimes they are less likely to talk, if you've got those habits and routines in place and it's a safe place to do so, then they're more likely to share and open up with you. And you know if it's just you and your partner and you don't have kids yet, then this is perfectly fine to start to introduce. So I'll walk you through the process. Uh, there's also a link to uh, the, the information on how to do this in the notes section of uh, this episode, but then also kind of chatting about some practical sides of things too. So the golden check-in, it's actually look, using the words golden, the letters G-O-L-D-E-M. So G stands for going. How are you going overall? So this is a great time just to kind of say, how how are you feeling today? What's going on in your world? And letting that person express whatever is happening in their world. And we might've thought they had a great day and this happened and that happened, but in their own little bubble, they're feeling a different way. O stands for occupied. So what have you been occupied with? What's taken up your time? What's taken up your mindset? Uh, And maybe you change the the wording of this to suit the age of the person you're you're talking with. But you can kind of start from, you know, what's been keeping you, you know, keeping you busy. L stands for liked. So what have you liked recently? What's something that you really liked today uh, that you did or that you learned? Tell me a little bit more about that. D stands for difficult. So has anything been difficult in your day or since the last time we did a check-in that you know, you'd know you like to share? And again, this gives people the space to be able to just kind of download. And it's so important when we're having these conversations not to butt in, not to try and give solutions and not to judge because we when we start to do that, people are less likely to open up in the future. I can guarantee it. E stands for excited. So what are you excited about today, in the future? What's getting you going? And then N stands for need. What support do you need? What support do you need from me right now? What can we do? Can I help um, organize a phone call from someone that you'd love to kind of chat that you're missing right now or whatever that might be? And what you can do is I think as the leader goes, so goes the team, right? So if you're listening to this, going, well, how can I incorporate this into my family right now? You go first. So you, you can kind of say, Hey, at the dinner table, um, you know, I want to I wanna share some things about me today that I'd love you to understand and know. And then once I've shared it, I'd love to be able to hear from you as well. So you go first and you can say, All right, here's Here's what we're going to talk about. How am I going? Well, this is how I'm feeling today. I've been really busy with this, this and this. I've really liked spending extra time with, you know, with you or I've really liked this new book I've been reading. Um, It's really difficult right now that I'm not able to see my grandma. That's really upsetting me. Um, I'm really excited about, you know, being able to spend some time at the beach with you but I'm really needing support, and I'm feeling like I'm missing my girlfriend, so I probably need to organize a call. And you can elaborate on that, of course. That's a very quick check-in. The more you do this, guys, I promise you that the quality of conversations can come from there. And so once everyone in the circle or around the dinner table has kind of gone through this, then my, what I would encourage you to do is then continue the conversation around some of these things. So the things that they've liked, ask them some more questions. Tell me, I'd love to know, like, what, what, why are you liking this so much? What are you really enjoying about it? Or, you know, you shared to me that it's really difficult that you're not able to do this right now. Um, How's that making you feel? Tell me a little bit more about that. And just being genuine, whether that's in a group conversation or if you're putting the kids to bed, as an example, and maybe you're delving a little bit deeper. But it's these questions that open up To deeper, more meaningful conversations and deeper and more meaningful relationships. And I think, you know, it's really easy for us to get caught up in the world of technology where there's phones or devices or there's a TV on in the background while dinner's being eaten and people aren't actually really connecting. And we're living in a world right now where, you know, we've made a documentary on it. It's called Overfed and Undernourished. I believe that we're overfed from a lot of the processed foods and um, the chemicals and a lot of technology we've got an oversupply of all of that, but we're undernourished when it comes to health and vitality and also our relationships and quality conversation. So it's little things like this, easy to do and easy not to do. It's so easy to have dinner, flick the telly on and just get through it so you can kind of stack the dishwasher and keep on with your night or it's also just as easy to have meaningful conversation. It's about being conscious and aware. And if you're listening to this, just think about, well, how can I implement this into my friendships? How can I implement this into maybe my workplace? Um, You know, checking in with staff or your manager. Often people don't genuinely get asked, like, how are you actually going at the moment? Most of all, it's like, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm great, thanks. And it's that surface level kind of thing. And you know, I'll often say most people are busy, but they're empty. They're kind of doing lots of stuff, but there's not fulfillment there. And I believe that it is relationships, the quality of questions and those conversations, when that's more present and more prominent in your life, there's gonna be more meaning there and more fulfillment in many, many areas. So I just wanted to jump in and share that with you today. I hope that helps and I'd love to hear some feedback on you know, how you've gone about implementing some of these in quiz questions or the golden check-in process with your family. Maybe you've got some favorite questions that you love to ask people as well. Um, I particularly love when we have strangers at our dinner table because the kids will jump right in literally the moment we sit at our dinner table. They're like, okay. And they'll be like, all right, Sarah, what's, what are you grateful for? And they, they kind of look like, what, what's this all about? I don't know. It's our grateful time. It's, it's kind of what we do. And our kids... Look forward to it. they they light up when they get to talk. they light up when they're the the center of attention as well. Um, and you know, they also really have learned how to listen and be present when someone else is speaking to, which I think, is a quality and a character trait, which is not so common anymore. So anyway, just wanted to jump in and share what our family's been doing, particularly during this time. I feel like it it brings us all together. It keeps us on the same page and it has us understand and stay connected to the people that matter most to us right now, um, you know, to have those tough conversations. And if we, if something is said in a group setting, and we want to continue it in a private little chat, it's a lot easier to do as well. So, I encourage you to get curious, ask those questions. Um, create a space of presence and, uh, and that mutual respect between you and your loved ones, whether it's you and your partner, if even if it's on the phone or you can do a Zoom or a video call with people that matter to you. It doesn't have to be in person. It's just starting the process. So I hope that helps. And I can't wait to hear how you've implemented this into your family as well just a quick little episode from me today, guys. I hope that's been helpful. And if you are curious to learn more, uh, you can check out our show notes where I break down the different questions uh, that you can be asking going through that golden check-in as well. If you have any topics that you would love us to be chatting about, please connect with us at empoweredwomensproject.com or via our social media handles. And we look forward to speaking with you on a future podcast.